Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. I am your host, Johnny Maria Gresta, and I'm a multiple six-figure entrepreneur, registered dietitian, personal trainer, and business coach. This podcast is your weekly dose of health, mindset, spirituality, personal development, and business growth mixed all in one. Because as you grow as a human, so does your impact and your income. My mission is to change the health and happiness of society, and I'm beyond excited to have you here. So let's dive into today's episode. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Marie Agresta, and today we are here talking about what can we let go of, things we can let go of in order to call in more money into our life, into our business. As you guys might know, maybe not if you're new here, I spent a long time being a personal trainer, being a registered dietitian, being in the health field, and much of my experience as a health person, a health professional, was spent being broke because of my mindset, because of the things I kept feeding into, because of the powerlessness that I felt like I had, or rather didn't have power over my life in many ways, including my income. And becoming an entrepreneur was one of the most freeing things that I could have done for myself and that I did do for myself. But it wasn't just a matter of like quitting my job, learning business strategies, and building a multiple six-figure business. I I had literally stepped into a place when I became an entrepreneur that allowed me to let go of so many things that were holding me back, holding my income back, but ultimately holding me back as a human. And so today I wanted to share some of those concepts with you. Um, this is also really weird because guys, it is 7.33 in the morning and I'm recording a podcast this is weird for me. If you guys know and you've been listening to me for a while, typically I don't start any work until 11 a.m., but I have been playing around with the concept of like, what if I just didn't have any rules whatsoever around my schedule? Like, what would my business look like? How much more fun could I have? How much more inspired can I do things? And um, that led me to be really inspired to do this at 7.30 a.m. So here we are. It's pre-breakfast, pre-caffeinated uh, tea, which I do have with me right now. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm excited to share this with you guys. So good morning or good evening, whatever time you are listening to this. I also want to remind you guys that the enrollment for the Expansive as Fuck Entrepreneur Mastermind is open. This is for the entrepreneur or the hopeful entrepreneur who wants to just expand their capacity to receive money, expand their capacity to take on clients, expand their capacity to hold more within their business and feel like they are thriving in all areas of their life, in your health, in your wealth, in your relationships. Um, yeah, the, the women, and if you're a dude, you're totally welcome as well, but the women typically who go through this program want to achieve a sense of ease, want to achieve a sense of freedom, want to achieve a sense of um, power, that who they are right now is enough to get to where they want to go, where they don't have to put these rules on themselves, where they don't have to be or do or, you know, think of anything other than how fucking epic they are and attract clients from that place. And the women who have gone through this program the women who have worked deeply with me in one-on-one containers as well, I've worked through this work with them as well, um, just come out on the other side, just so much more powerful, so much more wealthy, so much more just expansive. And that's why the the word for the uh, mastermind is expansive as fuck entrepreneur, because um, we share this capacity to expand and as you expand who you are and you expand your love for yourself you expand within you're capable of achieving so much more in terms of wealth and that is the goal of the mastermind so we start uh january 3rd i think it is whatever the first monday is in january um and we do have limited spots i'm sure some are taken at the point of whenever this podcast comes out but i would love to have you if this is something that you have been wanting you want a group of people who are aiming for that wealth who have wealth who have this expansiveness 
and you want that for yourself as well. So if that is something you want, link is down below to apply. We can hop on a call or just DM back and forth, whatever is necessary um, to see if you are a good fit. You have a payment plan, paid in full plan. It's going to be amazing. Um, what I'm going to talk to you guys about today is seven things to let go of in order to call in more money into your life and business. And a lot of the practices that we do in the Expansive Fuck Entrepreneur Mastermind on the calls, you get two calls per month. Um, a lot of the practices that we do is we release things and then we also call things in. So we do active meditations and visualizations and we do the inner work required to um, release something in order to make more money. I am a big believer that whenever we're trying to release something or whenever we're trying to call in something, we also have to do the opposite, right? You have to make space in order to bring something in and in order to bring something in, you have to have space, right? And so I work with that balance continuously in your energetics, in your belief system, and in your physical life. Okay, so let's get into the trainings. So first thing that I needed to let go of in order to get myself to a place where I felt really expansive, where I felt in my power, where I felt like I could do this whole business thing and fucking skyrocket it and something that I continuously let go of um, and reevaluate my relationship to is people, um, people in my life. And I'm more in the sense of if you are not supportive of what I'm creating, I have no space for you. You know, like if you're negative in any way, if you uh, talk down to me about what I'm doing, you know, if you don't have that same belief in me, like I personally don't tolerate it, but you don't have to be like me. <laughs> um you can choose to change your relationship with that person and choose to change what you share with that person. For example, if you have somebody in your life who isn't supportive of your business or who you fear talking to about your business or whenever you talk to you about your business, they question you in a way that just confirms limiting beliefs that you have, that you're fucking it up, that you aren't making enough money yet, that you should just quit, that this isn't for you. And they confirm that. Like, you can just choose not to talk to them about certain parts of your business or your business at all. And you can just let them know and be honest with them. Hey, because you're responding like this, um, it's actually confirming a lot of things that I already feel and I really need to work through these on my own and talking to you about this doesn't help me. So I'm going to not share my business with you. I just want to let you know that. Um, so if you can respect that, that would be amazing. You know, something like that. Um, for me, it was like, if anybody in my life just didn't support it, I just don't have a relationship with them because my business is a the biggest one of the biggest parts of my life. So how can I be in a close friendship with you or in a or if you're a family member or something like that? And how can I be have an authentic relationship with you if I can't talk with you about things, right? And for me, I've been very lucky. It's not that I have people in my life who doubt me. Um, I do have like certain people like my dad who had a business and who had to close it or chose to close it rather. Um, he just thinks like, oh, it failed. So business has failed. And he kind of projects that onto me. Like I just know how to respond to it. It doesn't bother me. But in the beginning, like when I was first starting my business, I didn't share with anybody that I quit my job. I literally was jobless and moved across the country from New York to Austin with my fiance. And I just didn't tell anyone. My dad thought that I worked at a gym for like the first six months of my business. <laughs> He's like, how's the gym going? And I'm like, dad, I don't work at the gym. He's like, well, what do you do? I'm building my own business. And like, for some reason it didn't like click with him. So I just stopped telling him and I was just like, yeah, it works good. <laughs> and, it, and then eventually I was like, dad, I don't work there. And he's like, what? I was like, I've tried to tell you and it just hasn't resonated. So I stopped giving up or like, I stopped trying to tell you. It was just an interesting thing. Um, I still don't think he knows what I do, what I do, but that's besides the point. Um, you don't have to tell anybody <laughs> what you are doing. Right. And I feel like that's crazy. I feel like we all feel wrong for doing that. And like we're hiding something and it's like, sure, you might be hiding something, but it's so that you can get to where you want. And when you're doing something for for you, 
I don't think that's ever a bad thing if you need to do something, if you need to not disclose something with somebody in order to feel really secure with yourself and heal shit and then eventually you can talk to them about it. Like you don't owe anybody anything is essentially what I wanted to tell you. And your parents might be wonderful. You might have a really good relationship with them and you know they're doing it out of love. But if every time you see them, they're just going to shit all over you for it. Like you cannot talk to them about that if you can't physically handle right yourself and hold your own in that relationship talking about business, right? Does that make sense? So choose whichever path you want and each person can be different, but assess your relationship with them. And is this supporting me and getting to where I want? Do I need to just not have the conversation with this person? Or do I need to really look, does this relationship really mean enough to me to work through this and have this person in my life when I can't share this with them, right? And that's up to you to decide. Um, what this really disclosed for me at the time, um, at the beginning of my business, was that a lot of my relationships were very inauthentic. They were very forced. They were very, they, they were built on things that like I, on the premise that like I had to stay friends with you or I had to have a close relationship with you because you were my family. And that just proved not to be something useful to my life till this day, where it's like, if I don't feel the need to talk to you all the time, or I don't feel the need to share things with you, or I'm not excited to talk with you or see you or want to prioritize you, I probably don't really like you. And just because you're my aunt or just because you're my cousin or just because I've been friends with you forever doesn't mean I still have to stay friends with you or be close to you, right? And so it might sound harsh, but again, you can choose the way you want to go about your relationship with each person. Um... Yeah, I'd rather have a very small group of people around me who are infinitely supportive of me, who I love to talk to, who I can talk to when I'm struggling and know they're not going to judge me and who I can talk to and say I'm really fucking hurting right now and not feel weird about it and not receive any weird energy about it, right? Who I can have real conversations and that's really important to me. So when I started my business, I actually cut out a lot of my old friends, you know, like the circle of friends that I had since I was, you know, a teenager or since I was in elementary school, I had about five or six girls around me and I absolutely loved them to death and I wish them the best and like we still stay in contact, but from like afar. And it was something that I could no longer, as I was stepping more into my authentic self and how I wanted to live my life and the thoughts that I wanted to believe and the business that I wanted, um, I could no longer lie to myself saying that I wanted to have a friendship with them. Um, so like, it's just a matter of you assessing all the things in your life, especially the people around you. And the last thing I'm going to say about is assessing people around you and letting go of people or letting go of the specific type of relationship you have is that when you are trying to get to a level that you have never been before, you have to surround yourself with people who are either also getting to that level and or people who are at that level, which is why coaching programs coaches, group coaching programs, my mastermind is just so transformative because you go from this place of like thinking you're crazy, surrounded by people who only know you to make a certain amount of money, who only know you to, you know, be whatever, to, and who think you're crazy because they don't have the amount of money that you want, right? Um, To, or the business or whatever, to your ideas being less crazy because everybody wants them and everybody has them. Right, So the more you normalize the things you desire by surrounding yourself with people who have the things you desire and who are achieving the same things and who are going above and beyond, the less crazy you feel, the more normal it becomes in your reality. And then the easier it is to adopt that way of being, that way of acceptance that life can be that way. Right, which is why the mastermind that I host, the Expansive Fuck Entrepreneur Mastermind, is so transformative because everybody in the group is getting to a different place of wealth, the next place of wealth for them, the next place of expansiveness for them. And so you go from this idea of, I can't have that, that's too crazy, that growth is too quick, it's not logical, it's not something that I've ever had before, nobody around me has had it, to everybody around me is having it, everybody is doing it, so it's not crazy, it's normal. And when you normalize the things that you feel like are crazy, they stop becoming crazy, and then you actually start to believe that you can achieve them. Right, So the work that we do in the Expansive Fuck Entrepreneur Mastermind, the vibe of the program is just unmatched to 
many other group programs that I have held, many other group programs that I have been in, and it's literally a cultivation of people who are on this next level of expansion. And so that's why it's so transformative. So if you want to get to the next level of entrepreneurship, the next level of wealth, um, you need to surround yourself with people who are doing it as well. If my mastermind is calling you, reach out to me. Um, fill out the application below if you want to take that step too. Um, or if something else is calling you, like just do it. But don't stay surrounded by the same people expecting a different result. It's just not going to work. So you're either releasing that relationship or you are shifting the dynamic of that relationship and how you engage with that person. Okay, number two. You guys are learning a lot about me today. Wow, and that was only number one. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, number two. In order to get to the next level of wealth or call in more wealth, you need to let go of the idea that you're fucking it up. And this is something that one of my mentors, Amanda Francis, speaks on continuously. And this is something that I had adopted even before her. Um, not in the same way, not in the same wording, but it was like when I first started my business and I made my first you know, $50,000, first $100,000, next $100,000, next $100,000, like next $100,000. <laughs> There's been a lot and it's been amazing and I'm so grateful for it. But in the beginning, especially, I had to stop thinking I fucked up my life because I had become a dietitian. I had become a personal trainer. I had to do two degrees. I had three quarters of a master. I had cho chosen to leave my master's. I, I hated every single job. I kept transferring different jobs and my dad used to like laugh at me. I've told this story plenty of times where he made fun of me that I used to job hop. He's like, oh, well, you last like three months in a job. And he like kind of said it to try and like awaken me to the fact that I shouldn't be doing this and that I should stay with a job, but also that there was something wrong with me. And he is somebody after he closed his, uh, he owned a butcher business. After he closed his butcher shop, he started working for Costco and he started just doing, uh, he was in the butcher shop there. And his thing was like, fuck, I no longer have safety. I no longer have enough money coming in. I'm getting older. I had to close my business. Oh my God. Like the, the fear set in so deeply to him that he accepted such a low paying job at Costco. And, um, just the safety of it. It was continuous. Costco has a great union or he was in a union and he got epic benefits and all these other things. And, you know, he was working from 4am, I think every single day to like 1pm. He's like, I have the whole afternoon off. This is great. I have Sunday and Monday off. Like the security to him was so important that he tried to instill in me. He projected his shit onto me that, Hey, business is not safe. You need something safe. Just accept the job, even if it pays you $16 an hour, which was my first job as a dietitian, like, <laughs> or, you know, 20 bucks an hour as a personal trainer, like you have to have security. Personal training isn't security. You, you can have a private practice, right? And so I had to work through a lot of these things that were instilled in me and projected onto me from my father. He's actually my stepfather, but um, I call him my father. And it was so deep in me and you have those stories as well that you have fucked it up, that you got a degree that was stupid, that you should have gone to school to be a doctor, which I wrote a whole post about as well. <laughs> Go check it out on my Instagram. Um, like there's these, all of these ideas that we have fucked it up and that what you want is too fucking crazy that you can't fucking have that and it can't be secure and your income can't be stable and all of these things. And then I started entrepreneurship and then it was fucking more stable than ever because I was finally doing something that I actually was meant to do. And I stopped job hopping and I started actually sticking to something that I wanted. And it was way more stable and way more money than I could have ever made in a nine to five. And I was like, whoa, I didn't fuck it up. <laughs> so Whatever is coming up for you, whether it's your marketing, whether it's a launch, whether it's you're taking too long to start your business or you're taking too long to make six figures, which is a huge misconception in the fucking business world. Um, like stop thinking you fucked it up because when you stop thinking you fuck it up, you allow what's, what you're doing right and you allow the lessons you're learning and you allow your specific time frame to come through you and you allow yourself to expand and yourself to be authentic and yourself to show up properly, powerfully for yourself and your clients and your leads. And then you call in the money, right? But if you're constantly in this energy of thinking you fucked something up, you're going to block whatever you want on the other side of that fucking belief, 
right? It's literally like a block, like what you want is trying to come to you, the money, the clients, the success, whatever it is. And you literally just say, well, I fucked it up so I can't have you, right? I fucked it up by becoming a dietitian so I can't make more money. I fucked it up because I already paid a business coach and I didn't actually do the things and implement it long enough and maybe I didn't show up or maybe I did show up and it just, for some reason, it didn't work for me, blah, blah, blah. And so I fucked that up so I shouldn't do this, right? One of the biggest things that I see people think that they fuck up is their investments. And I'm going to talk to you guys about an investment. I did not plan this, but that I made um, earlier last year, earlier this year, earlier this year. Let's go with earlier this year. I don't know what time is at this point. Um, (laughs) And it was the most amount of money that I had spent ever in a short amount of time. I have invested at least, I think it's $200,000 total over the past two and a half years going on three in April, um, in myself, actually three in January. Yeah. So almost three years. Yeah. I didn't start my business until April. Um, I quit my job and have my first launch, but I was enrolled in a business coaching program in January or February of 2019. So whatever, about three years. And there are so many times when I've made investments and I was just like full fucking force in it, whether it's a do-it-yourself program, whether it's a $200 program, whether it was a $50,000 program, whatever it was, and I just went full fucking force. And then there were times like the one that I did at the beginning of this year, I was enrolled in a mastermind and it was just so much money that I had um, let go of in such a short amount of time that my fear system kicked up so fucking high. And I had an accountant at the time who, a bookkeeper that I no longer work with for this reason and a few other reasons, but because I had let go of so much money, she was like, I hope that, um, I trust your investments. You always make really good investments. You always see a return. And then eventually she's like, Hey, where's the return on this? Hey, where's the return on this? Hey, where there's, where's the return on this? And going back to like our relationship with people and the power we give people, like it was just activating that part of me that was like, Holy fuck. That was a lot of money. Holy fuck. You let go of a lot of money. Holy fuck. You need to make that back. You need to make that back. And it was feeding off of her energy because it was confirming something that I believed that I wasn't good enough to let go of that money, that it couldn't have been that easy to let go of that money and receive more money. Like, you know, like there's a certain level of exchange that we get to and certain level of expansion that we get to where we try and expand, I want to say too quickly. And I don't think there's something, there's such a thing as too quick. I think it happen as quickly as you want, but I wasn't ready for it to happen. Does that make sense? So that's what I mean by it being too quickly. And we recoil back like a fucking rubber band. You have fucking stretched too fucking far. I let go of so much money and my, I could not regulate my nervous system to be okay with that, right? So I recoiled and I started saying, oh my goodness, that was too much fucking money. I shouldn't have fucking done this. I knew I wasn't gonna be able to make this money back this quickly. I knew this, oh my goodness, right? And I started confirming all these beliefs and believing it even more and more and more and more and more, right? And so I started thinking that I fucked up that investment, right? And so in the expansive as fuck entrepreneur mastermind, it's not a massive investment. Honestly, it's 5,000 right now this round, um, is only four months that you're working with me. We can still get a lot done in four months and you can have the option to continue. Um, I haven't decided if I want to do like a month to month after that, if you guys join it or what, or just another round of it, whatever, I'll see. Um, the last one was nine months, but I'm feeling a shorter container this year, which I'm excited for. But we deal, it's only $5,000 this this round and uh, it's a payment plan of five payments of $1,200 um, if you choose to do it that way. So it comes out to 6000 on a payment plan. So it's not a ton of money, but that's all relative, right? If you've never released that amount of money or if maybe you've released it and you've thought you fucked up your investment somehow, that your nervous system is going to say like, I want this, I'm feeling called to this, this is the proper step for me, but you fucked up the last investment. Remember that time you invested that much or you invested less than that or whatever and like it was the hardest thing to pay those payments or you know whatever it is and your nervous system starts speaking louder to you 
And it starts saying, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. You're going to fuck it up. You're going to fuck it up. And if you make the investment from that place, you will continue to feed into that. But if you make the investment from this powerful place, from this expansive place, from this declaration of I get to expand from the moment that I invest in Johnny and the expansive as fuck entrepreneur mastermind and all the beautiful humans who are in it, like the energy behind your investment will be way different, right? So in order to call in more money, whenever you make an investment, you have to let go of the idea that you fucked up the investment as well as anything, the launch, the emails that you wrote, the content that you put out there, the time frame. you have to let that shit all go, right? And so part of what we work on in the Expense for Fuck Entrepreneur Mastermind is regulating your nervous system to be comfortable to receive more money, to learn how to handle a client who says no without thinking that you should lower your prices, and to release the money, not just to the container, but to any other coach that you want to work with, any other place you want to work with, whether it's a team, whether it's, um, you know, you want to call in more money from a client and then you want to donate some or you want to give it to your credit card so you can pay credit card debt off, like being okay with spending it, right? And regulating your nervous system and around clients who flip out and around like you when you flip out, right? There's, it's always going to be there. And so one of the biggest things that we need to learn as entrepreneurs is to regulate our nervous system and learn how to listen to different voices, create different narratives in our head, create different neural connections and neural pathways to elicit a different response in our physical reality. Fun fact, yesterday I had a group coaching program where I was teaching on creating different neural pathways in our clients and in our health clients. And I could not remember the word neural, so I was calling it neuronal. And it's very disheartening (laughs) because (laughs) the science behind it was all perfect. (laughs) My explanation of it was on fire. How to apply it to your clients was on point. And I could not fucking remember this word. And of course, I didn't choose to Google it at the time. And I chose to Google it afterwards. So I spent the whole hour and a half saying the word neuronal and being like, what is that word? And no one corrected me. So I love you clients, but you should have corrected me. Number one, I'm not perfect. Number two, and I am perfect. Number three, (laughs) I have to say, I also like Johnny recording in the morning. I'm like feistier and I'm just like in better flow. Um, So yeah, I'm going to get to like scheduling and stuff in a minute, but let's go on to number three. The third thing that you must let go of in order to call in more money is you have to stop blaming people for your struggles as well as blaming other people for your successes. Okay. And let's go into this for a minute. So let's use the coaching example that I had from when I invested a lot of money and I started to think that I fucked it up. Inherently, I wanted to blame that person. I wanted to blame that person's strategies, blame that person for somehow convincing me that I should pay her, which is never a thing. Like it's always like you get the intuitive hit to do it and you desire to do it. But if you feel like you fucked it up, now you'll start to blame it, right? Um, It was like this, um, she shouldn't have accepted me into the program. Like that was on her. She should have known that. She should have sensed my fear all of these things, right? Blaming, blaming, fucking blaming. Right? And then I'm like, her, her strategies only work for people at this level. It wouldn't work for me, right? All of these reasons why I fucked up other than saying I was fucking scared shitless <laughs> and I wasn't ready for the level of expansion that came with releasing that amount of money. I did not get to this place of security within myself, listening to myself and spending in alignment with myself and knowing that that was okay. I had a problem with spending in alignment, spending that amount of money in alignment. The program was aligned. However, my belief systems around it were not, right? I know that I'm ready for that level of expansion. I knew that I was ready for that level of expansion, but my nervous system was like, eh, you're not, and I didn't regulate it. I didn't have the tools to do it at that time, which is why it's something I teach you guys in the Expansive as Fuck Entrepreneur Mastermind. And so what do we do if we're not, if we're in that place of blaming our coaches for our struggles or successes, you know, like, oh, this coach is better than this person because I got this result with them and their, their methods didn't work for me with this, right? Um, we have to look at our responsibility and the most freeing thing and empowering thing you can do in your life and your business is find self-responsibility in everything. When you realize that everything was actually all your fault all along, 
<laughs> like obviously there's certain things, you know, that happen to other people that we can't control, but everything that we have, we attract based off of our beliefs, based off of our actions, based off of our mindset, based off of the things we're telling ourselves, the way we go about life, right? The state of um, happiness or sadness or frustration that we're in, right? And blaming other people for your struggles is one of the lowest vibes I can tell you that I have ever felt because it just feels powerless, right? Same thing as like when I became a dietitian. Like it was just like, I felt powerless. Like, okay, well, I became a dietitian. Now what the fuck do I do? <laughs> there was no options, right? So it's so easy to blame our struggles on, oh, well, I just made this choice and I shouldn't have made that choice. So now I won't make this, right? I won't invest again until I make that money back. <laughs> or I'll go back to school to become a doctor because I've already fucked it up, right? Fuck the dietetic, uh, you know, what they pay dietitians or whatever. It's all blaming, and there's zero sense of self-responsibility. Whereas if you like don't want to invest right now, cool, that's fine. But if you're just saying that because you're so fucking scared, then you have to look at that fear and address that fear because that fear is not going to go away once you make the money, I guarantee you. Right? And so you have to take self-responsibility even when you succeed. I always tell my clients, like, um, if you go to the Expansive Fuck Entrepreneur Mastermind page, you will see... Um, whatchamacallit, you will see uh, videos, three success videos of the past few clients who have been in it. Uh, and, you know, they were, I don't know if Ashley, my assistant, is going to keep it all in there or not, but, um, you know, she like edited, edited it all out um, so that it makes sense and you're not listening to, you know, 45 minutes of a fucking video, success video. <laughs> but one of the things that the girls kept saying was like this type of a container was just something that, opened me up in ways that other things didn't. And like, you know, you did this, you did this, you did this. And I just kept saying back to them because it was like a live, uh, uh, it was a live session that we recorded all of those. And I was just like, listen, like, yes, I created the container. Yes. My energy was poured into this container. Yes. I gave you strategies that you didn't have before, but you fucking did the work and you could have accessed these strategies without paying me right? You could have accessed everything without me. It was not me. It was you a hundred percent, right? And so we have to learn to take responsibility for our successes and our struggles. It was never the coach. It was never somebody else's. It was never your degree. It was never, you know, something that somebody said that caused you to do something. You know, like if we take the example with my dad, where it was, um, you know, he was, projecting his shit onto me and I could have said like oh well I blame you for me not starting my business earlier because your bullshit beliefs were in my head and it was your fault your fault well no because there was a point that I got to where I was like I'm not choosing that same path right and so I could have always said I'm not choosing that same path I could have always said that you're just projecting your shit onto me. That doesn't have to be my reality. You have a choice in your reality all the fucking time. Same thing when I go to invest again and when I do invest again. I can choose a different reality than leaning into that fear and instead leaning into the calling, leaning into the trust, leaning into the abundance that gets to happen when you do release that amount of money. And I can get excited about it. Right, And so switching that immediate response, creating those different neural connections, creating these different pathways in my brain to respond to different things in my physical reality will allow me to stay powerful, allow me to stay in alignment and allow me to call in way fucking more money. Right. So do you see how blaming other people is number one, not just like low vibe and a shitty thing to do because it was never anybody else's fault, but your own, which also sucks in some certain scenarios to understand. <laughs> and you're like, fuck, I fucking created this. That sucks. <laughs> but then once you see that, then you can say, well, why did I create this? And the beautiful thing about taking self-responsibility is that once you believe and see how you created it, you can then create something different, right? And so that's the freeing part of this all. And so you're letting go of blaming other people for your successes or your struggles, and you're calling in more self-responsibility. You're stepping into more self-responsibility, right? We release that something, and then we call something else in. Number four, um, in order to let go, of, in order to call in more money and let go of something, that something, number four, is going to be limiting what you get to have, how you get to spend money, anything around like 
how you get to live your life and limiting it. You have to let go of that now. And so it's really important. I don't even know if that was all sentence, but I hope you guys are following. Limiting what you get to have, how you get to spend money, how you get to call in clients, the amount of clients you get to call in for this next launch, the success of your business, all of that stuff. You get to have it now and you don't need to limit it. Okay. It's not the if when game. Like when I get here, oh no, it's not the then when, when, when then. What, what do I call it? Shit, I forgot. Anyway, it's like when I make this amount of money, then I will. You know, it's like when I lose the weight, then I will love myself. It's not a when then game or if then game, whatever you want to call it. It's like, uh, I get to have it now because I decided that I get to have it now because it's something that I want right now. And I'm getting to choose my desires continuously. I'm rewriting my story that I have to wait for this. I'm rewriting my story that I have to wait for more clients. I'm rewriting my story that I have to do this before I get to have this. Right. And so many people, especially people who struggle with money, are in this place. And I've been there so many times throughout my entrepreneurial journey. Even recently, I've been there where it's like, I can't invest in this. I can't have this thing because I haven't done this yet. Because my, la- my last launch flopped or I didn't get as many people as I wanted. Or, you know, I thought that I should have been here yet and I wanted to be here before I invested in this coach again right? We create all these fucking rules. And what that does is it limits ourselves. And when we limit ourselves, we signal to the universe that, Hey, I'm limiting myself. I'm not worthy of this. I can't have this, right? So it's not about just investing in the mastermind. If that's something you're feeling called to, but it's about going about your life and your business with saying that I don't have these limits anymore, right? And securing that into your nervous system. And part of the expansive as fuck entrepreneur mastermind, I'm saying mastermind, (laughs) mastermind, is um, we do we meditate every single time we meet. We spend about 20 minutes in a meditation that I cultivate on the spot, basically what you guys need at that time. And it's often a visualization and some sort of release. And um, securing it into your nervous system to feel what it's like to feel that openness, to feel what it's like to feel in that like relaxed, abundant state, in that calling in, in that knowing is something that is one of the goals for the Expansive Suck Entrepreneur Mastermind because we get so used to limiting ourselves, right? And uh, I've been listening to a meditation by Bob Proctor. This is like super old dude that I didn't know existed until recently and he's epic. I think he's still alive. And it's one of his meditations on abundance. And he says, um, to achieve delusion is a man's belief that Um, anything other than his mind created his reality in some shape or form. And any limit that we place in our mind is the limit that we have in our life, right? And so he keeps saying throughout the meditation, and it's actually hypnosis, saying that like, um, if you can hold it in your head, you could hold it in your hand. If you could hold it in your head, you could hold it in your hand, right? And so often, especially a science-brained and logic-brained type humans, We're just like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. I need to see A plus B equals motherfucking C people. And then I'm here telling you, like, if you can hold it in your head, you could hold it in your hand, right? Or, you know, telling you that that's what he says. And I love that quote because it's so true. It feels true. And then the limits come up. Like, that can't be fucking possible, but it feels true. And the truth is, guys, anything that feels true is fucking true for you. Right, which is why your current financial state or the amount of time you've been putting into your business or whatever it is or any sort of self-belief or self-disbelief feels so wrong because you know it's not true and you're just ignoring the fact that you actually know it's not true because you're placing these limits on yourself. Right, That it can't just be as easy as listening to what's true. Like, yes, it fucking can't because you're listening to what's actually not true and that's why you have a reality that doesn't feel good. Right, Is this making sense? When you stop limiting yourself in your mind, you stop living by limits. And then you stop limiting the income that you have. And then you stop limiting the clients that you can have next launch just because nobody signed up for the previous launch or you only got three people or one person or five people and you wanted 10 or 10 people and you wanted 20, whatever it was. Then you block yourself for the next one because all those same limiting thoughts come up. What if this one flops? What if I can't have that this time? Well, if this many people signed up last time, then I can't possibly get 20. Oh my goodness, no, I can't fucking do that. I don't have enough followers. I don't have a big enough email list. I don't fucking use my email list enough. Blah, 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 blah. 
It's all bullshit, right? And it doesn't feel good to think that because it's not true for you. So when you start attaching that it doesn't feel good for me, so it's not fucking true. And you start attaching your actions to actually what feels good because it does feel true. That is for me. You start living in this limitless way. And that's what I want to get you through in or get you into in the Expansive as Fuck Entrepreneur Mastermind. It's one of the biggest inner shifts, energetic shifts, physical shifts that we create. And I'll give you guys a physical example around money. And I wrote a post on this recently. Hunter, you can come up. My, my dog likes to uh, come and sit on the couch with me, but he knows he has to ask for permission. And then he just leaves hair everywhere. Then I have to vacuum it. It's a whole cycle. It's quite miserable, but I do love cuddling with him. So that's a thing. Um, he's a good boy though. <laughs> I don't recommend to get a lab if you don't want to vacuum up hair five times a day. Um, but he is very cute. Okay. Anyway, moving on. An example that I wrote about in my, um, in a piece of content that I wrote this week, the week of November 8th was when I made my first like multiple five figure month. Um, it was a $33,000 a month cash, I believe. I think, I think it was 33, 34, 33, 31, somewhere around there. And, uh, the month before that, I, I never made that amount of money before. I think the highest I'd made at that point was like $14,000. And I wasn't really making monthly goals. I kind of had just yearly goals at that time. So like, I wasn't like, I know this month is going to be that. Like none of that happens. I don't live my life that way. Making like very specific goals. Um, now I have a monthly goal, but that's just because that's what feels good for me right now. But at that time it didn't. And so, um, I made $14,000 a few months before, and that was just from like a massive paid in full client, my first like large paid in full client. And it was amazing. And I had, you know, like recurring payments, stuff like that. And then I had, um, a $7,000 a month or something like that for the next two months. And then I had a launch and I was just so fucking excited for it. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. It was my first group business coaching launch. I had health clients going. I had a health launch coming up. It was amazing. And all of a sudden I realized I made $33,000 and I was like, holy shit. I literally jumped from $7,000 to $33,000 in one month. (laughs) And I wasn't focused on the money, I wasn't focused on making the highest month that I had. I wasn't like, it's January. I have to start off the year good. Like not, none of that. I wasn't even focused on it. I was just focused on serving. I was just focused on helping. I was just focused on just allowing myself to share my gifts, share my knowledge, share my passion. And a motto of mine since day one in my, this business has been as I share my passion, as I share my knowledge with the world, as I help the world thrive, the money I deserve comes. Now I use the money I desire, but then it was I deserve because that was true for me. So adopt it, use it however you want. I love that affirmation. But if I had thought about like, oh, well, you've never ran this group business coaching before. I had business coaching clients before that. I had many health coaching clients before that. You had never done this before. It's a new program. You only have a very fucking small following. Like you just announced you were a business coach. Like no one's going to want to fucking work with you, Johnny. Like who are you to do this? Right. Who do you, who are you to charge the same amount? I think at that point I was charging three and $4,000 or four and three to five thousand dollars, depending on when you got it. I think it was three and four the first round. Who are you to charge, you know, multiple five figures for a program that you've never run when you're just a new like I could have keep, kept going with all of that, right? I had a super fucking small following, less than two thousand people. Now I barely have more than two thousand. Um, and it's just like you can always feed into that. And if I had, I would have created limits, right? I would have limited the income that I could have. Instead, I was just so focused on my mission and what I was here to do, that that leap fucking went insane. And then I had a, um, I think it was a $30,000 launch. And then I had like smaller launches in between and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden I had like a 60 to $75,000 launch. I have, I, to this day, I still haven't fucking calculated it. Um, but it was my closest to six figures that we had ever gotten. Um, and like, the jump, the double, the triple, the quadruple of the income, like it just didn't make any fucking sense, right? And so you get to have that too. You get to jump from zero to five to 15 to five to 50 to 500, like whatever it is that you want, but you have to believe that you can have it, right? But if you're saying, oh, but you became a business coach, that's bullshit. I've had so many health coaching clients make six figures, make multiple six figures, have 
charge the same amount that I did for that first business coaching program and sign more clients than me, have bigger launches than me. Like you can do it too. You're creating a limit in your fucking mind. And I used to do the same thing before I was a business coach. I was like, oh, but they're business coaches. They're going to make more money. That's not true. I know plenty of health coaches who make more money. I've coached health coaches to make more money than me. (laughs) It's like great when you see that somebody who believes that being a business coach only made them more money because they became a business coach. And then you see someone with health who actually makes more money and no, they don't have bigger followings than me. (laughs) Many of them have smaller followings. So like just take responsibility for where you are and realize that you're creating that limit, please. And when you let go of that, when you let go of any limit, you attract what you actually want. What you want, the limit that you have is literally blocking what you want on the other fucking side. So you remove that limit. It's like a fucking shield. You remove the fucking limit and what you want is coming towards you, right? Again, this is a big concept that I teach in the expansive as fuck entrepreneur mind, mastermind. You let go to receive something, right? Okay. Number five, you have to let go following a specific schedule, whether this is in your life, whether this is within your day, within your business, within your fitness, like if following a very strict schedule is something that you naturally do, naturally love to do, like it just feels really good to you. It's not something you have to force. It's not something that you have to, you know, whatever. It's just you. Cool. Most of the world that I have encountered doesn't work that way. And for years, I tried to put myself into a specific schedule. And this was one of my biggest issues with working for somebody else. It was like some days I just didn't get that good of sleep and I had to wake up anyway and go to my job and I was fucking miserable. Some days it was like, you know, I just didn't have the energy and I was really tired. I was starting to come down with something, but I was kind of not super sick. So I didn't feel right taking off right? That whole like weird thing where like you don't know what's right and wrong to ask for a sick day. So then you just say you have the stomach flu and you're puking everywhere because they're not going to want you to come in and test it out. Or you say you got food poisoning, even though most of us have actually never had food poisoning, (laughs) right? It's like you feel like you need to exacerbate it. Or then you go in and like you're sitting there with a box of fucking Kleenex tissues and you're like, I don't have COVID, I promise. But like you can't fucking breathe. Yeah, we've all been in those scenarios and your boss doesn't tell you to go home because you just fucking felt too bad, you know? Or they tell you to go home and you're like, yeah, I'm going to stay here, right? We've all had that. It was the same thing when I was in school in academia. I was just like, I don't want to show up for your fucking class today. I'm not going to pay attention. And there was a point where I just stopped going (laughs) to classes when I just didn't feel fucking good because I wasn't paying attention anyway just to sit through a lecture to say I was there. No, I'm not going to go and waste my time. I'm going to go over the notes when I, you know, when I can and read the chapter on my own piece, (laughs) you know? And so it's like, We bring rules into entrepreneurship that actually don't serve us, right? And so I want to give you that permission and I want you to accept that permission (laughs) to stop living by a schedule. And I have, I have tried so many different schedules as an entrepreneur. When I first started, I was like waking up at 6am every single day, having an hour for my morning routine, then going to work out and, uh, you know, I lived by a very, very strict schedule. Um, and then over the past, I would say two years, after the first year, um, I started lessening my schedule. Then I worked five hours a day. Then I worked three hours a day. Most recently, that's like the um, time frame that I put into it. And it's only been about four days a week. And then I was like, I kind of want to do three days. And recently, I've just taken about six weeks off from doing a lot in my business. Um I had pre-written Instagram content. I had pre-written emails. I had my team uh, work with my podcast and my blogs and send out emails from that and nurturing. We had an email sequence go out. I was signing people up for a free um, masterclass. Like everything was done previously. I was recording podcasts each week. That's something that I still did. And um, when I had something really important to share about my content, I would go on and I would share it on my stories in a written format. But that was very, it was very minimal. So you haven't seen me a lot on Instagram. And, um, yeah, I wasn't taking sales calls or, you know, client inquiries, stuff like that. It was all just completely done for you stuff. Um, I wasn't really having team meetings, like every, like I basically stepped back a lot. 
And so recently I've been playing around with like, well, what did I actually spend my time doing first off? Because if my business ran perfectly, my team supported me, um, we grew our lead and client list, we um, have our entire launch planned out for the Expansive as Fuck Entrepreneur Mastermind. That was something I did like the first or the day right before I took off for six weeks. I was like, then what did I actually spend my time with? <laughs> I'm like, um, probably scrolling on Instagram, um, probably overworking myself and creating more fucking work, um, probably going back and criticizing how bad I was for this, 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 and that, or, you know, comparing myself to somebody else and, you know, whatever. Over obsessing about things, creating more work for myself, right? And so it's just like, well, what would my life be like? If I didn't actually have a schedule, right? What would it be like if every single day I woke up and I said, well, what do I want to do this morning? And this morning I chose not to meditate. This morning I chose to record a podcast for you guys. I did get on my Instagram to thank everybody for wishing me uh, good birthday wishes. And maybe I'll meditate afterwards. <laughs> maybe I'll meditate later on throughout the day. But this is something I felt called to do and I got to honor that. Right? Whereas other mornings, most mornings, I don't go on Instagram and I always meditate and like first thing in the morning and stuff like that. But like today I just didn't feel called to, so I didn't. Right? And it's like, what would it be if you actually didn't put on any rules and if you just did the things when you were inspired? With that being said, I'm asking myself these questions and I'm honoring this part of myself because I am inherently an overworker. I will create more and more work for myself to prove myself that I can help you <laughs> so that you know, you come into my world and you decide, um, you know, you either help you for free using my podcast, my free content, or you decide you want to work with me. Like I'm more in the overdoing. With that being said, I do not recommend this way of not scheduling things like this. If you are inherently the person who has a problem with themselves not doing enough, right? And I say that in the way of like, you don't post the Instagram content, um, you don't, you know, create the things for your courses, you delay writing the emails or talking to your team or whatever it is. Like if you're in the not doing so much, I don't recommend to necessarily adopt this unless it still feels good for you, you can still get shit done, right? Um, we have to work with the way we naturally work, but we also get to invite ease and flow and very little, um, restrictions on it. Again, I, I, I lie very heavily on the masculine, as many of my clients do who are attracted to me. Um, so this often works for us. Um, but it's about finding that balance of the masculine, of the I'm going to do this on this date. Like Tuesdays, I always, I always record podcasts, so that's what I'm doing today. Um, but typically I do it at, you know, 2 p.m. or something like that. But today I move it, right? So there's still like a, an actual schedule. But I also recorded a podcast on Saturday morning. <laughs> and now I'm recording multiple podcasts each week and just posting them for the launch, right? It's something that I felt called to do, something I feel called to share, and I'm getting it done, right? So if you're going to fall on the side of I'm going to have no rules and then you're never going to get anything done, like I don't recommend to do that. But find a balance between this that works for you, okay? And there's nothing you have to do at a specific time, but you get to find what time and what that thing is for you, right? I feel really called to share on podcasts, so I utilize my podcasts when I feel more creative, okay? I love the longer form kind of speaking content. So figure out what type of schedule is going to work for you. And there are some days where it might need to be very regimented. There might be other days where, you know, it's kind of more free and creative. You might have certain days of having, you know, CEO stuff or having financial stuff or having content creation stuff or having podcast stuff. And then other days you just don't have anything fucking scheduled. And you're going to see what you feel called to do that day. Maybe it's going to be nothing, you know, maybe you have specific do nothing days, which I have in my schedule too. Those are usually my Thursdays, right? So it's like, Figure out what type of a schedule works for you and don't fucking judge it and allow it to morph is really important. I used to think that like if I didn't, you know, do my morning routine first thing in the morning and at a specific time and wasn't up at 6 a.m., I wasn't going to be successful. And the more successful I got, the less I realized that that was even a factor. <laughs> it was more the things I took away from my meditations and the things that I took away from my morning routines and the shifts in my energy and the shifts in my beliefs that actually really made me more money, not the actual morning routine. But in the beginning, I you know, lived by that. So just allow it to morph. Okay. We got two more. So number six, you have to let go of working with external rules 
and not ones you develop. Because if you are just doing something because Johnny said to do something, um, it's not going to work. For example, I have a client on one of my group coaching programs who worked with me one-on-one, I think two years ago at this point. And uh, uh, if you've ever worked with me on business strategy, you know that DM strategies are something that I love, love, love to utilize. It's something that works really well. It's something that gets your audience connected to you. It's something that can be fun and people can feel more comfortable reaching out to you. It speeds up the sales process. It's something I love to teach. Now, many clients don't actually utilize their DMs. They feel weird about it. They don't like to prioritize like it's last on their fucking list. And I get that. A lot of times it's last on my list. And so she still to this day carries with her that like, you know, my launches didn't do well because I didn't utilize my DMs enough. (laughs) Because I had preached to her and taught her this strategy. Now, here's the thing. There are certain things that like do need to get done. Like you need to talk about your things. You need to talk to your people. You need to post the content. You need to, you know, utilize different platforms, whether that's email. I think email is one of the greatest ways to reach more people. And some people love reading emails. I like reading certain emails, certain people's emails, right? Um, I use blogs. I use podcasts. I use Pinterest. I now have YouTube. So like I have a lot of different platforms, but it didn't start out that way. It initially just started with Instagram and then uh, emails and then like I kind of morphed from there, right? So it's like I knew that the core was that I needed to connect with my people, that typically talking to people one-on-one was going to get them more connected to me and make it easier for them. And I knew that I needed to get my message out there. So I decided what platforms I was going to use, how I was going to use them, when I was going to use them, right? And for a while, I didn't even do my DM engagement myself, My husband actually did, and he used to do it for a lot of my clients as well. And so it's like, I knew these things had to get done because I saw the value of them, but not because someone told me to do it. It's because I saw that it fucking worked. I liked connecting with people, right? And it came from an internal place. So I developed this rule that DMs were a place that I had to utilize, whether I did it or I paid somebody else to do it, right? Now I do it and I like doing it and I have the freedom to do it and stuff like that. Um, and so it's like, don't just do something because so-and-so said to do it. Like, yes, we are here to teach you strategies that work and yes, they will work, but they will not work if you're just doing them because Johnny said you have to do them. (laughs) Right. If you have to connect with people, maybe you hire a team member and you, you know, put their name at the bottom of every single uh, DM that gets sent out, you know, um, maybe you only do it once a week, which is something that, you know, I've been working with once or twice a week. Um, you know, maybe it's 20 minutes every single day, like just figure out how it's going to work best for you. Maybe it's like when you're bored in the fucking car, (laughs) you know, something that I've been playing around with, with, uh, changing my schedule is like, how can I work more, but less in my office? (laughs) Like, how can I continue to work, but not in my office? Because I feel like that's just like very worky. Worky is apparently a word. (laughs) And like, how can it actually be more fun? How can I get the same things done and make it more fun due to a sense of thriving for me when sitting down doesn't really help me thrive in many situations? And so it's like, um, I've been uh, working with going to coffee shops often, you know, and doing things that like DM engagement kind of goes in the back burner. I've been doing that there, right? I've been doing things where I don't feel creative. The task, I might not feel creative, that I still desire to get done in places that make me feel more creative, right? Or maybe in the car, like on my way to dinner or something like that, or on my way to food shopping, right? So utilize your time, utilize your energy in a way that really works for you, but do do the strategies, get the strategies done because there's just certain strategies that like are just proven to fucking work and that really help. especially in the beginning stages of a business where you're needing to get people more engaged with you. There's certain things that like really fucking work. And then you see what works for you and see what does. And then you more from there, but you get to do it on your own terms, in your own way, in ways that you desire, right? Again, your success in business is all about and all dependent on what you can get your energy behind, what you believe is going to work. And so if you have the story that the strategy is going to work, and you're not doing that strategy, and now you're not succeeding because you didn't do that strategy, that's what needs to be cleaned up, right? Either the belief needs to change or your actions need to change and what gets done in your business. 
but you get to determine that. Same thing with business structure. You know, for years I thought that to build a seven-figure business, you needed, you know, a massive team and seven, eight, nine, ten people, sixteen people, whatever it is. And uh, the mentor that I'm looking into paying now <laughs> uh, makes more than that, and she has a few people. And I was like, oh. So I could have more people or I don't need to, <laughs> right? And so just choose things that feel true for you and make sure you clean up your energy behind it. And that's something, again, we work on in the Expanse vs. Falk Entrepreneur Mastermind to make sure that you're in full alignment energetically. It feels open. It feels easier because you're not living by all these stupid rules. Um, number seven, the last one, the last thing that you must let go of in order to call in more money is the idea that prioritizing yourself, your mindset, your own energy isn't work. And I put this in here because as I was like just taking notes before this podcast, I was just like, what do people really need to know about business and the success of it? And I've shared with you guys a lot on the podcast. And if you've ever been my client, you know that the most amount of work that I do every single day is on myself, is getting myself into an energy that I feel really good in, in getting myself into the belief of what I'm here to do and get myself connected to my mission. Most people are like, okay, well, what do I do after I post content in the beginning and do my DM engagements or, you know, whatever. And getting more attached or maybe have the program built out, like getting attached to what you are here to do, how you're here to do it, how only you can do it. And getting that feeling of like excitement, that feeling of thriving, of when it all comes together, what your life is going to look like, um, what other people's lives are going to look like, what your business is going to look like, like getting attached to that is so important. And I do this till this day. <laughs> Again, we're about two and a half years into my business since my first launch. And to this day, the thing that I do every single day is attach myself to my mission and what the program is going to look like, how it's going to be put into my mission, how when you join the Expansive Fuck Entrepreneur Mastermind, what your life is going to look like, and how it's going to fulfill my mission of helping the world thrive. Like, all of this. And people don't do this, and it's the funnest part, guys. (laughs) It's like, you get to sit there and envision what your impact is going to look like. You get to envision how this program is going to fucking help people, and you see it actually happening in your mind, and you're writing it down, and you're talking it out. I talk to myself a lot, and that's just something that works for me, but do whatever works for you. Like, what? (laughs) And when you do this, It makes you more fucking powerful. When you work on those limiting beliefs every single day, you become more of a match for what you want. You remove the limiting thoughts that are preventing you from actually attracting. You remove that shield that's preventing you to get your desires or from getting your desires, right? And so if you knew that your main job was to be in contact with what you are here to do and connect to that daily, And that that was going to make you more money and that removing anything that gets in the way and working through the letting go and what you are letting in instead was your main job. Like that's fucking easy, way easier than sitting there trying to put the perfect fucking Instagram content out. (laughs) In fact, when you do this, when you use my method of being mission based like this, the content flows easier. You say the right things. You get more creative, right? You have that alignment. You have that spark. You have that excitement behind what you are doing. And so this is one of the biggest things that I want you to take away from this podcast. And this is one of the biggest things that we work through in the Expansive Fuck Entrepreneur Mastermind as well. Um, And in the Expansive Fuck Entrepreneur Mastermind, you do get um, a whole entire course of just trainings that I've developed for the mastermind specifically on these topics, Um, meditations that you can do daily when you're not with me and we're not on a call. Um, And it's just so transformative when you work through these things that are preventing you from getting to that next level of wealth, that next level of entrepreneurship, that next level of who you are 
um, wanting to be in your life, how you want to show up and what you want it to look like, right? And so if this is something that you would love to do, I would absolutely love to have you. It is the work that helps my clients massively succeed. Um, it's not a business strategy program. If you want business strategy, um, we I totally have availability to help you in that as of right now. Um, so you can just DM me about that and we can talk about that. Um, and if you are in the group and obviously you have any specific questions, obviously I'll answer them. But the, the goal is not necessarily, or the content is not necessarily business strategy. It's all the other things that I was talking about. And so if that is something you want, I would absolutely love, love, love to have you. Um, we start again at the beginning of January. Let me know if you have any questions. If you're feeling the pull to come and work with me in any sort of way, um, even if you're like, ah, but I don't know if I can pay any of that or I kind of want to, but I'm scared. Like whatever it is, just DM me. We'll chat. I'll be open with you. We can talk through things, see if it is an actual good fit. And maybe you do feel more called to it. Maybe you don't, whatever. Totally cool. Um, but don't, don't limit yourself in reaching out. Don't limit yourself in following what your heart desires. If this is something you desire, if it's working with somebody else, I'm here just to support you to succeed. I'm here just to support you. Um, and if you ever pay me or you don't pay me, I still fucking love you just as much. And I hope that this podcast deeply served you. With that being said, I'm going to go have some breakfast and I hope that you enjoyed, uh, my feistiness this morning. And I would love to know what you took away from this podcast and if it really helped you or you liked and liked it and enjoyed it, leave a review, um, screenshot it, tag me on Instagram, um, and I will see you guys soon.